Happy Monday, sports fans. Happy NFL playoffs, football fans. The regular season is over. It is wild card week. Welcome into the show. This is Behind the Lines for Wild Card Week. My name is Steven Andrus, managing editor at thelines.com, joined each and every Monday by Christian Cipollini, sports trader at BetMGM. And Christian, we have some fantastic, interesting, entertaining topics to talk about today. We're going to take a look back at Week 18, wrap things up, the biggest public wins, the biggest public losses. We are now going to also look at where Super Bowl futures stand and the top two teams in terms of liability at BetMGM. And then we'll wrap up with opening odds for Wild Card Weekend. But first, Christian, we have to talk about Sunday Night Football because that, for me, was one of the three best NFL games I have ever seen, not only because of the way the game played out, but everything surrounding it with playoff situations, the potential for a tie actually happened at the end. Both teams would have made the playoffs if a tie happened. And more notable for you guys at BetMGM, you guys had some liability if a tie came in. So give us some insight here on what you guys were looking at if the Raiders did not kick that field goal as time expired or if they would have missed it and it would have wound up being a tie. Yeah, tie was an absolute nightmare scenario. Uh, we had people betting tie all over the place. Just uh, straight bets alone, we were in multi-million uh, liability on just the tie. Uh, that's not even including parlays, which would have been skyrocketed numbers. We had a lot of people who were parlaying the Jags money line with the tie because of that kind of correlated outcome. So that would have been a nightmare scenario. And um, the real nightmare scenario would have been uh, if the whole if they just kneeled down the whole game. We had a lot of people making one game parlays with, you know, that that uh, scenario happening and it would have would have been an absolute disaster. So it actually that game actually ended up being one of the better ones for the book uh, on that outcome. Um, we we needed the Raiders there. But yeah, tie was the book of sweating a tie is <laughs> the best I can put it. So obviously, if you, if you listen to the coaches going into the week, we were never going to have like a kneel fest for the entire 60 minutes, right? It just so happened that naturally it played out at the end where we had a, a potential tie situation. But uh, so so regardless of those one game parlays where they were betting on a kneel fest, I think the odds on Jags money line and a tie, correct me if I'm wrong, were like 35 to 1, 41, somewhere in that range, right? Yeah, depending on what when you got it, it would have been around that range. Earlier in the week, you know, our normal tie scenario is usually like around like 60 to 1, 80 to 1, somewhere around there. And then we it ended up dropping down because we just kept taking bets and bets and, you know, realizing the scenario that kind of there is an incentive to tie there for both teams. You know, they do have a reason to want to tie if it does get to that point. I think I misspoke. Yeah. I said 35 or 40 to 1. I, I meant like 350 or 400 to 1, right? Is that's Yeah, kind of yeah. Weird. It was massive. Yeah, you could place like a $5 bet to win a couple thousand. Wow. On that In- incredible. All right. So let's look back at week 18 uh, outside of Sunday Night Football and that amazing wild situation. What were a couple of the biggest public wins in week 18? Uh, so the Jaguars, of course, was was one of the big ones. No one really gave them any credit. Now, no one really thought the Colts would lose there. They had uh, everything to play for. The Jags had nothing to play for. Oh, so this yeah, this is one of the biggest wins for BetMGM then? Yes. Yeah, okay, sorry. Yeah. One of the big BetMGM wins was the Jags. Um, there, the Lions were another big one. And uh, the Broncos on Saturday night were, were our three biggest 
uh, book wins. Okay, so you had some money on the Chiefs and the Packers and uh, and the Colts, obviously. So public went down overall on that front. Uh, how about on the flip side there? What were some of the sides that the public handicapped correctly? Uh, the Cowboys was one of our biggest loss on Saturday as well. That was another weird game where kind of unsure which team would play starters. And then, you know, kind of at the last minute, the Eagles uh, had announced that they weren't going to start anyone. So, yeah, we took a pretty big hit there. And then also um, the 49ers game was a, a big loser for or the, a big winner for the public. Um, kind of a similar situation. 49ers backs against the wall. So everyone decided to take them there. That one's kind of interesting to me because obviously fans understood the situation with the Niners and them needing to win. But they're playing a strong team in the Rams. They were underdogs in that game. It, I, I'm sure you don't have the numbers right off the top of your head here, but if you had to guess, like how often are underdogs in a game turning out to be big public winners this year? Like the 49ers where they were like three and a half, four point underdogs in that game. Yeah. Usually not too often, but it, it kind of falls in in line. Like when it, when it hits that like kind of number where it was sitting, people are mostly just taking 49ers money line. So it's, it's a good payout for there as opposed to, so what the book needed there was, Rams to win but not cover. That would have been the ideal scenario. But 49ers winning outright is is where they get those big money line payouts. And lastly, before we move on to Super Bowl futures here, overall, winning week for the book, losing week for the book, winning week for the public, losing week for the public. How do we wrap up week 18 here, the first in NFL history? Uh, that field goal saved the week for, for the book. So mm-hmm. it was a, a winning week for the book. It would have been a, a one of the worst weeks if had they not kicked that field goal. So uh, Daniel Carlson, the new favorite player in the entire NFL for bet MGM to wrap up the 2021 regular season. I love it. All right, let's look at Super Bowl futures here as we begin the NFL postseason. I'm going to run through these here. And then Christian, I'm going to ask you which two teams have the biggest liability for you guys. If they go on a run here and wind up winning the Super Bowl. So the favorites, the Green Bay Packers at four to one, followed closely by the Chiefs at five to one, the Bills at seven to one, the Titans, the one seed in the AFC, the fourth choice at plus seven fifty with the advantage of not having to play this weekend. The defending champs, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who Christian, you told me all year they were one of your top liabilities for a lot of this season, at least in the early going, because you guys piled on money. Um Right after the they won the Super Bowl in February and some offseason money came in on the Bucks, they have now dropped down a little bit. They are the fifth choice at plus 850. The Rams 10 to 1, Cowboys 12 to 1, Cardinals 18 to 1, the Bengals 20 to 1, which is an interesting one for me personally. The Patriots 20 to 1, the 49ers 20 to 1, the Raiders 50 to 1. The Steelers 66 to one, as well as the Eagles at 66 to one. So uh, let's start with the second biggest liability for you guys, Christian, in Super Bowl futures at this point. In other words, which team is going to cost you the second most money if they wind up losing the Super Bowl or winning the Super Bowl? Yeah, right now it's the Titans. Uh, with that first round buy and Derrick Henry coming back. So that is a, a little worrisome for the book uh, as their second uh, biggest liability. You now they get that buy and Derrick Henry coming back. It's pretty big for them. And the AFC is pretty open. So. And th- those odds have dropped a little bit. Um, I think, you know, I was looking yes, at 
an AFC futures. They were five to one last week. Um, if I'm not mistaken, they were probably like what 30 to one at some point this season. If you remember off the top of your head, Christian, I don't remember if they got that high, but yeah, last week, last week, I think they were around like 15 to one, 16 to one, something like that. So, and, and probably two or three weeks before that, they, they might have been around, you know, 18 or 19 to one, 20 to one. Yeah, for sure. When they're going through that stretch with all the injuries and then losing to the yeah. Texans, those odds definitely dipped and they've rallied back here. And, you know, yours truly sitting on a Mike Vrabel coach of the year ticket, hoping that one comes in because what he did with having to play more players in a season than any coach in NFL history, I think was absolutely remarkable. Uh, how about the biggest liability in Super Bowl futures at BetMGM as we enter the NFL postseason? Yeah, for us, it's uh, the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, I think we've kind of touched on that before. They they opened up as at I think about forty to one or fifty to one to start the season, and and when they started hot, you know, with our Arizona presence as well, we just kept taking bets and bets and bets. So we're hoping they uh, don't don't go far. If I had to guess, pretty high correlation there with the opening of legal online sports betting in the state of Arizona right before the start of the NFL season, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We uh, we launched in Arizona, I think the day before week one or or the day of week one, something like that. So yeah, they piled it on right there. So those odds have gone from there all the way down now to 18 to one. They did not win the division. Like it looked like they were going to do for most of the season. So they're going to have to go on the road here three consecutive weeks to get to the Super Bowl. So we'll see, uh, you know, that liability could be washed out after this week against the Rams. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, I will add to we uh, just a few minutes ago while we're taping this, uh, we did just take a $50,000 bet to win a million on the Bengals. So they're uh, they're going to jump up a little bit in liability as well with that. There you go. Have those odds shifted from what you're seeing on your screen? Uh, we we quoted them here on the pod just a minute ago at 20 to one. Yeah, that bet came in at 20 to one. So, yeah, they're, they're still sitting there. I like Joe Burrow, man. I'm, I think they're dangerous. If if Zach Taylor finally takes the training wheels off and just lets Joe Burrow cook here, I think they're very difficult to stop. So I don't think they're going to have any trouble with the Raiders this week. Whether they cover or not is a different story. I think they get through the game, though. So we'll see how that plays out. Let's take a short break here. We'll run through those odds and those wild card matchups, the opening odds at BetMGM. But first, here is a special offer from BetMGM. Bet basketball, baseball, or hockey with a risk-free bet up to $600 at BetMGM. Sign up and use bonus code THELINES and you're on your way with the king of sportsbooks. Get the BetMGM app today and use promo code THELINES to make a risk-free bet up to $600. This is a new customer offer. Paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia only excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. Call one 800 5 522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. And 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa and Tennessee. Call or text the red line at 800-889-9789. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-9WITH-IT in Indiana. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Steven Andres back with Christian Cipollini. Before we wrap up, of course, each and every Monday, we look at the opening odds for the upcoming week in the NFL. It is wild card weekend. We have the first ever Monday night football game on wild card weekend. We also have two games on Saturday. In total, it is a six game wild card slate. 
12 teams in action. Christian, let's start with the Saturday games, beginning with the first matchup, the Raiders at the Bengals, 4.30 Eastern time on Saturday. Yeah, Bengals open up as six and a half point favorites at home there. That total is 49 and a half. And then the nightcap in Buffalo, early forecast looking at potentially some snow. Patriots at the Bills. What are we looking at? Bills four and a half, total 43 and a half. So a low total there for their, their third matchup of the season. I guarantee you there are some people with big wallets and deep pockets who are looking at that Buffalo forecast very carefully. If there's snow and wind in that game after what we saw in the first matchup between these two teams where the Patriots threw three passes and were not only able to cover, but won that game. And now the spread is even bigger right now as we as we record on Monday at four and a half. All right. The Sunday slate, we have three games at one o'clock, four thirty and eight fifteen. Let's start with the early one, Philadelphia at the defending champs, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, Bucks open at eight and a half point favorites there, and that totals 49 and a half. This is a game I want to dig into for the rest of this week. I also want to make sure Jalen Hurts' ankle is okay. I think that was probably just a week 18 excuse to get him off the field. Uh, but with the Bucks being depleted now, down Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown obviously gone. Mike Evans got a little banged up in that week 18 game. Gronk is never going to be completely healthy with the number of hits he takes throughout the course of a calendar year. I'm curious about this spread. I got to dig in a little more. It depends on whether I think the Eagles are actually going to be able to pass the ball against this Bucks team with how run heavy they have been and how good the Bucks defense is at stopping the run. But I haven't made a decision yet, but... Right now, if I had to lean, I'd, I'd say that that was maybe too many points. I'd maybe take the Eagles in that one. Um, next game, the middle game on Sunday, San Francisco at Dallas, Christian. Dallas, three-point favorites. The total is 50 and a half. Has that number come down a little bit from what you expected? I think we were looking at maybe like three and a half or four, um, but I think maybe some early San Francisco money on that one. Yeah, we did uh, open at three and a half for the Cowboys and we're down to three now. All right. So some early money on San Francisco in that matchup. That, that to me is maybe the game of the weekend here. I think those are two teams that could go on a run here in the NFC and one of them is going to be gone uh, by Sunday evening. Pittsburgh at Kansas City. I don't think anybody's going to be surprised by this spread one on Christian. <laughs> no, it opened at 13 and a half. We are down to 12 and a half now, but uh, the total is 46 and a half. But yeah, I, don't, I think we're going to see a lot of Chiefs money. Yeah, you already got some of my money because that's my early <laughs> week uh, bet for wild card weekend. I did bet the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm not one to put a ton on a game that they played earlier this year. It's, I, I guess, a little notable that the Chiefs beat them 36 to 10 earlier this year. But just from a scheme and from a statistical standpoint and what each team brings to the table, the Pittsburgh Steelers have gone like six of the past seven games and scoring like three or zero points in the first half. They cannot move the ball. And a lot of the points in the scoring that they've had over that stretch have has been garbage time. So... Now they have to face the Kansas City Chiefs. Anything south of two touchdowns, I'm good with. Like, I've already bet them to cover this spread. 
I'm going to bet them probably to cover the first quarter spread. I'm going to bet them to probably cover the halftime, the first half spread. So I don't know. Just for me personally, Christian, I think this number is going to be on the move. We'll see. But I, I don't know if there's a number that you're going to have a hard time, I think, finding a number that's going to attract some Steelers bets other than casual fans who root for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, I mean, I can only imagine we're just going to take Chiefs money the whole day. I think we're going to take a lot of Chiefs first half and a lot of Chiefs first quarter as well. Because, yeah, like you said, if the Steelers start out like that, it's it's going to be over quick. I just think it's so obvious that that Ben can't throw the ball deep anymore and and their offensive line is a, is a mess and, and the Chiefs defensive front has been strong enough. I think they're going to wreck that offensive line for the Steelers and Ben's going to be a sitting duck back there. And I, it's a shame. It's, it's, a, it's going to be a rough way to end his career, I think, if it plays out the way I think it will. But um, hey, it's the NFL. Them's the breaks. Uh, final game on the slate, the first Monday night football wildcard game in NFL history. And we could talk next week about potential rest disadvantage for the winner of this game for divisional week. But Arizona Cardinals at the Los Angeles Rams. What are we looking at for an opener there? Rams four and a half point favorites currently, and that total is tied for our second biggest of the of the weekend at 50 and a half. All right. Those two split the regular season series. Both haven't exactly been firing on all cylinders entering the playoffs here. So it'll be curious to see. Uh, where where the money comes in on that one, whether they believe in the Rams talent on paper or whether they believe that the Cardinals will get back to what they were. And curious if J.J. Watt comes back for this game, too. He's been blowing up Twitter here a little bit, looking like he might come back from an injury that the Cardinals didn't think he was going to be able to. So interesting uh, development on on that front in this game as well. Christian, as always, thank you so much for joining us and giving us fantastic insight from the book's perspective. On Tuesday, Matt Brown will be back looking at early line movement for NFL Wildcard Week. And then on Thursday, Matt Brown, Brad Allen, and myself will look at the entire Wildcard Weekend slate. Not many games to go through this week, so we'll dive in a little bit deeper and, and let you know what bets we have locked in. My early wildcard weekend bet is the Chiefs to cover that 12 and a half against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think it is just an enormous mismatch for Kansas City. But for Christian Cipollini, I'm Steven Andres. Good luck on wildcard weekend.